Yvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. What we love doing is inspiring and providing the tools needed for our listeners all over the globe to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Hello, everyone. Welcome. We have a very special guest with us today, Ms. Nan Asia Rael. She was with us before and previously we kind of talked a little bit about her trip to India. It was very, very exciting. So we're glad to have you back. Thank you. How are you doing, Yvette? I'm terrific. Good. So is that. So today's topic is acting in spite of fear. So Ms. Nanasia, what does that mean? Well, if I piggyback off of what we last talked about, mm -hmm. which is a trip to India, it takes me back to my first, the first time I traveled abroad alone. And I remember, well, it was because of our vet. Our vet, I'm not sure if she remembers or not, but she gave me the courage to actually step outside of my comfort zone and go because everyone around me in my environment um, was saying, and this trip was to Egypt, they were saying, oh, you know, <laughs> you can't speak the language. Um, those people over there, you know, treat women horribly. Um, you know, somebody's going to kidnap you. They was just telling me all of these things. And mind you, I was, I think I was 21 mm. or 22. So I was young. Um, I had just had my first child and I was about to take this journey and although everyone was saying these negative things there was something in me that was like I wanted to go so bad but I was kind of like on the fence and so I remember asking our vet one day I said would you go and let me tell you she <laughs> said that she long story short she said she would and it gave me the courage to go off by myself and I'm gonna tell you that that journey was a journey of my of a lifetime it taught me so much i encourage everyone to to if you can to just travel travel abroad by yourself if you can and that sounds like traveling abroad sounds scary for some people but traveling by yourself i know people who won't even go you know <laughs> to the next state by themselves <laughs> right. but going to a whole nother country where the sounds are different the way they speak the smells everything is different it opens you it expands you in so many ways and you know that was me acting in spite of fear, but I had a nudge. <laughs> That's so exciting. Why Egypt? Well, our vet and I were getting ready to start Nubian Village Academy. And so I had did a lot of research about Egyptology and just the whole culture. And um, it, was a, it was a journey that I felt like I must take. And so... Um, it was it's another backstory to it. I'll leave that part out, but okay. just know <laughs> that I had to take that, that journey by myself. <laughs> That's exciting because just you saying that has excited me because you know where I want to go. Right. Portugal. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, I 
don't have no problem with going there by myself. <laughs> so thank you. That's that's very exciting to be able to experience that. You're not up under anybody else's schedule. You know, you're really involved with the culture and seeing all of it. It has a little bit of fear there of the unknown, but that's the exciting part also. Well, what I found was when I got there, I had, and, and this is something that I, that I think is a little bit of the magic that goes into um, me being able to manifest a trip easily um, is I'll research it till I can't research it anymore <laughs> and I'm almost putting myself there mm -hmm. and it's been so many times where I plan trips for other people and they'll say have you been there and I have to think like oh no I ain't been there <laughs> but I've researched it to no end that I feel like I was there and Egypt was everything that I imagined it was mm -hmm. i had dreamed about it i ate, i was eating sleeping and breathing <laughs> egypt mm -hmm. so when i got there it was just everything for me mm -hmm. and so um so yeah and what i what i thought was everything that everybody told me was absolutely the opposite i wasn't alone the people were so nice and welcoming um almost like as a matter of fact as soon as i got there people were like oh my cousin my cousin <laughs> <laughs> calling me cousin and where are you from and I'll say America they're like no no what part of Africa are you from <laughs> I'm like uh. <laughs> so they really accept accepted me and um and although I was traveling alone I met three other women or four other women who were traveling solo and mm. we had the best 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 and two of them were educators actually so we I mean the experience was amazing I was the youngest and I was the only African-American within mm -hmm. this group. And so I was submerged into like a completely different environment on, on every level. Um, even with the people that I was traveling with, this was a five-star trip. Mm -hmm. And I was 21, <laughs> 22, <laughs> with no money. <laughs> so everything that I learned, you know, from the women who, you know, and the people who were just you know, on a part of the group, it really expanded me. And when I came back, it was like, I just had a whole different view of the world. Wonderful. Yeah. So I like what you said. Um, it was kind of in passing, but you were saying how when you are about to go on a trip or when you're looking at a trip, you really study it and it's as if you're already there. And then you, it's almost like you manifest the trip. Mm -hmm. And I remember those days when you were 21, 22, 25, we didn't have any money. At <laughs> but you know, I'm going to tell you, she was a person who with, despite not having any money, she could go anywhere. She could take a trip anywhere. And I just love that you can manifest in that way. And so easily. Um, but what you were saying about going to Egypt, even though you were afraid, and then it turned out to be one of the best things ever. The absolute best thing ever. And there are so many different moments, you know, that we all could think about, um, in our lives where, you know, we probably acted in spite of the fear that was like taking a hold of you and, and, um, one of my greatest, like one of the one of the, my greatest accomplishments that I felt happened just a few short months before I took that that trip, and that was the birth of my son. Mm -hmm. um, I had, 
you know, a lot of people have give birth to babies, but I had natural childbirth. And when I say that, some people be like, oh, well, I had natural childbirth too. But you'd be surprised. A lot of people don't have natural childbirth. And I hear again, people in my ear, oh, it's going to be so painful. It's going to be this. Uh, girl, you don't need to go through that pain. You can take some medicine. You can do this. And I was so determined to... Um, do things in a specific way and I wanted it to be you know I felt like women were doing this for as long mm -hmm. as the earth has existed we have been having given birth right. and so why not do it naturally and so when I had my son naturally which was a goal that I set in spite of all the chatter mm -hmm. that was around me and some internal fears because when you're having your first child it's some, it can be a bit scary mm -hmm. that was that was something that I, I did to step completely outside of my comfort zone and that was it was a, one of the main things that gave me encourage it, it gave me the courage to to do something that somewhere in the back of my mind I was kind of questioning could I and so yeah that was that happened right before the Egypt trip. So it was like, if I could do that, I could do you anything. Can do anything. <laughs> you can give life, you can get do anything. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing, you know, just hearing you speak and you were able to clear that noise or that negativity of mm -hmm. everyone else. And it may not be negativity, that's just people caring, you know, and also themselves not knowing in their own fear that we do allow others to put on us and we in internalize it from how we're raised and you know our vet from one of our uh, previous podcasts you know my family with the curse you know and all of that and you know what curse but that's what I believe for so long because it was passed on and passed on and passed on so it's amazing of being able to you know block that out and step beyond that right and what I think is so important or something to highlight is usually on the other side of fear is the most magnificent thing you ever want to experience and so I'm not exactly sure why it's always on the other side of the fear <laughs> flip that around <laughs> you know but if we can just muster up the courage and usually it's not you know it's the thinking about the thing that's the problem. It's not the thing itself. It's the thoughts that we're having surrounding it. And once we just, you know, I always um, envision it like I'm holding my breath and I'm going to run through. So I just hold my breath and run through it as fast as I can. And then when I'm on the other side, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, what was I even afraid of? So. Yeah. Well, I find that fear can be an inhibitor and it also can be a motivator. And have you ever met people, or I know I have, that, you know, they may became successful because of their fear of poverty. And then I've met people who have experienced a lot of failures because of their fear of success. Mm. So it's like, what is that? What is this fear? What is this thing called fear? And I think that it's something that, you know, it sounds like something negative, but it's 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 a motive. It can be a motivator. Mm -hmm. It can definitely be a, a a motivator if you just look at it in a different in a different view. Yeah. Well, that's important about what you just said. Looking at it in a different view because it's how we think. 
you know, is what we say to ourselves, is what we choose to hear. So when you choose to block out those things, mm -hmm. you know, it really doesn't exist anymore mm -hmm. for you to be able to do it. If you think about children, you know, little children have no fear of anything. You know, they want to fly, they think they, they can fly, so they'll jump off something, and we as parents are like, oh my God, what are you doing? You're going to hurt yourself. They have no, um, no fear whatsoever, so as we grow, and as society, and everything around us, it just builds. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when our vet uh, jumped out of a plane, right? <laughs> and a long time ago, I used to want to do that. Like, I used to say, oh, one day I'm going to jump out of a plane. And then I had kids, and I'm like, okay, that's irresponsible of me <laughs> to jump out of a plane. <laughs> but it's something about when you take that jump, and then that initial, like, fall, it's like, and she probably can describe it better, but it's like, uh, well, done now. I'm here now. I'm here in the water. And it just, whatever that tightening you know fear you know they got a grip on you it's it's just gone it's gone because you've done it's it gone. you stopped past it. it's gone and then you look back and it's like what how long it takes 60 seconds 90 <laughs> seconds later i'm like i was fretting for no reason <laughs> this was amazing <laughs> so Yvette, how was that taking that step yeah so i'm gonna be honest with you all <laughs> When it was time, my turn to jump, <laughs> and mind you, I had someone tethered to me, so I was, it wasn't a solo jump. I had an experienced jumper with me, and um, he had to hit my hand to keep me from holding on to the side of the <laughs> helicopter, and when he got that hand loose, I had grabbed the other side. <laughs> paralyzed like no I'm not going but I, I ended up going and like I said well I guess like me and I see it was saying that it's like a quick you know like the I think it's maybe like 30 to 45 seconds the air it kind of takes your breath mm -hmm. and so it's almost like you have to hold your breath for about the first 30 45 seconds because you're falling so quickly and then once the parachute catches you Oh, it's just the most, oh, it's just like, I can't even, I don't even have the words for it, but it's totally breathtaking. It's totally freeing. It's like, um, you just feel like you're in a whole nother world. And as you're like gliding across, you know, the atmosphere and able to see everything for miles around. So it was a wonderful experience. I'm glad I did it. Um, been there, done that. that I'm learning to deal with fear nowadays is I'm actually offering love to whatever it is that I'm fearing. Mm. Um, so again, if, if it's just, if we're all a part of the same thing, then whatever that thing is, it's already a part of me, it's already in me, I'm creating it. Um, so I just offer it my highest level of love, my purest form of energy, and um, just believe that, you know, I'm good. Come with me, I'm good, I'm gonna always be good, I'm okay. 
and I'm going to just offer my purest form of loving energy to it. And um, there are a lot of things like I have little pet things like I'm afraid of bumblebees and dogs. <laughs> I know that's a, I know everybody loves dogs, but I'm afraid of dogs and, you know, things like that. And so um, I used to really become paralyzed, you know, or maybe the opposite. I run away. <laughs> like my sister. <laughs> I get to running. <laughs> You're not going to catch me. <laughs> they tell you don't run. <laughs> oh my goodness. But now, I honestly, I stand my ground and I actually offer it love. I offer, you know, things in my environment that I'm fearful of. I offer it love. And, you know, sometimes, um, as I see you kind of mentioned, that some things can seem irresponsible, perhaps. Um, because I go into areas where other people won't go and when I'm I don't I don't feel fearful like I'm like these are people you know and I talk to homeless people on the streets and you know I do all kinds of stuff and people are like you're not afraid and I'm like no I'm not afraid I'm not afraid and I'm just offering my love and, and I guess they feel it because they treat me like gold so mm -hmm. yeah well, you with that bug story had me uh, reminiscing on India, and one of the mm. things when when the bugs would show up at the, at the adenum, or any type of animal, you had to treat it with kind and respect. And if it was another being there to to get exactly what you're there to get, healing and uh, you know to grow, and so. I'm seeing like crickets and things crawling and I'm like, okay, let me be one with the cricket. What are you here to teach me? Okay. <laughs> that will be a lot for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that brings us back to um, seeing ourselves, you know, all living things mm -hmm. um seeing your connectedness to it all and it's like when you step inside of that place like i said for years like we read them books and uh you know we would teach it to the staff and all but it's you know sometimes you got to hear things like nine and ten times for mm -hmm. you to have that aha mm -hmm. moment and you know it's like there's been some things that has happened in my life most recently, especially within the last year that I've had that aha moment. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I get it. I really get it. This I thought I got it before, but I really get it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I see, I feel like we can talk to you all day long. So I would like you to come back one more time. <laughs> this was so great. But this week, if our listeners could just take some time and really recognize the connection with all that is and realize that fears, as Nin Asiya say, that they can be a motivator. And as I say, you can just sometimes hold your breath and run through it. <laughs> and then other times, you know, really just offer your purest form of love because, you know, on the other side of fear, it's always something wonderful. Or I'm not going to say always, but it usually <laughs> It usually is something wonderful and amazing on the other side for you. So take some time and think about 
moving past, what fears you can move past this week. Until next week. This is Arvette. This is Diana. Bye. Bye.